Praise the Lord. Um. So we talk. We today we we're going through. We're still in Romans, Romans twelve, Romans twelve. This is part three of Romans twelve. I know we we are crawling very slowly, but it's good to. There's no point in rushing. This Romans twelve part one and two we talked about. We we focused on one and two. Today we're going to really focus on three to eight. Romans twelve three to eight. New Living Translation. Romans twelve three to eight. New Living Translation. Are we there? See, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you are, you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourself, measuring yourself by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it, it is with Christ's body. We are we are many parts okay, we are many parts of one body. We all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with with as much faith as as God has given you. If you if you have the gift of serving others, excuse me, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If if it is given if it is given, give generously. If God has given you leadership abilities, take their responsibility seriously. And if you have the gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. This is what the word is saying. You know, we should know that we are not really this teaching is really telling us that we're not better than others. It's really telling us to, you know, we're not, you know, you think about it sometimes, yes, you might have, a you might be privileged in the sense of uh, maybe you might have more wealth, but God doesn't see you like that. He sees all of us the same. He sees us the same. So, you know, God does not. God does not say, "I'm this person is my my favorite child." You know, He sees us in equal in His sight, and since we are equal, no matter what, we are not better or worse than any. That's the wonderful thing. We're not better or worse. We've been we've been we've been called to being called out from darkness into light. We, we're equal. We're equal. We're standing on the same platform. And knowing this, you know, you have the understanding that because of that, you you start to treat others with grace. You start to treat, treat others with grace, knowing that you are not better. That you can't start looking down on others. You know, some people might, might, might be weak in something, and you might be strong in other things. You know, some I've heard people that say, "Oh, I'll never, I can never lie." 
But I, I started wondering, you know, yes, you say you can never lie. You, you might be strong in telling the truth. That person's weakness is he is very flippant with his mouth. But the person that says he's, uh, he cannot lie, if you put $100 there, if he looks around, he might take it. You know, or this, this, you know, in his job, if you don't give him a bribe, you will never pass anything through. He will sit down. He will sit on it. So the thing is, because we are strong in something, we should not be quick to criticize others. We are strong in, a, in one thing. We can't say no. I don't know why. You can't. We, you really can't be doing that. I'll give you an example. There was a time that um, I knew uh, I knew somebody that he, you know uh, that he, he needs to wear his wedding ring. He, you know, and and in in, in and some people were saying, hey, "How come this person is not wearing his wedding ring? Doesn't he know he's an elder? Why does he do this?" I'm like. Come on, guys. Calm yourself down. You don't know the situation behind it, so you can't be over your high, you know, your high throw, throwing out judgments. You know, you can't, you can't do that. So it means that we should be able to be kind, not harsh. You know, we have strengths and weaknesses. We give grace to people. You know, the Lord was giving me this example, you know, because you're sitting in first class seats and somebody is sitting in economy, doesn't mean the person in economy can afford first class. The person, in, you know, the person in economy might be able to afford first class, but because of, he maybe is, he, he's, he's, he doesn't want to spend the money on first class airline. He wants to spend his money somewhere else. It doesn't mean you that is in first class are better than the one person in the economy. So now because you're in first class, you look down on the person in the economy. So we need to be compassionate with each other. Because God has given us the same measure of faith. When we came into when we came into to the kingdom of God, He awarded us the same measure of faith. It means that you're equal. You're equal. Now Romans, I'll read that in just in Romans 2, 2, 12, 3 in, in uh, King James. It says, For I say, through the grace God God through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according to, uh, according as God has dealt to every man. The measure of faith it means that God could have given you one, one everybody one one measure. You know, my wife, my my mom and I were talking the other, the other day. One time was it yesterday? Was it yesterday? We were yesterday, Grandma. We're talking about something. I don't know what we are talking about. <laughs> I don't know whether it's yesterday or something. It was yesterday we were talking about uh, the laborer. 
the you know the oh, labor the laborer the that laborers the, the laborers in the vineyard the of the and 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 how how you know this this word is so immemorious in the sense of you know you might have been born again for 20 years all right you might have been born again for 20 years and you go to heaven and the person that is about to die becomes born says i accept jesus as lord and savior and god says okay now you're mm. you can go to the heaven yeah. so the label yeah you were saying mm. the our job issue mm. the thing about it is god god has given us the same amount of what freedom the same amount of faith same amount of standing you know and because he's giving us the same measure of faith we have the ability to grow our faith increase you know look at that Luke 17 5 I'm not talking about faith but I'm just trying to point some few things here Luke 17 5 says Luke 17 5 Luke 17 5 says the apostle said to, to the Lord God the apostle said to the to the apostle said to the Lord, show us how to increase what? Our faith. So it means that God started with something and now is, you know, we have the ability to increase our faith. We can increase our faith. So it means that God didn't come with all of us on the same uh, one person has one increased faith, another person is decreased faith, another one. No, we came with the same amount of faith. So Jesus has shown us, Jesus is our example, he's always our example. He, he's shown us what it means to be what? Not to think as yourself as, not to think as yourself as, as the most, as the most uh, honorable or this, this, the, the the best on top because you look at that Philippians 2 3 to 8 Philippians 2 3 to 8 it says don't be selfish don't try to impress others be humble thinking of others as better than yourselves excuse me don't look out only for your own interests but take an interest in others too. You must be you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had, though he was God. You see, this thing I want to say this. It's amazing because people always say, I heard this somebody say to you know, yesterday that God Jesus was full, full God and full man. Actually, hey, where will he hear this thing from? He was God, yes. But when he came here. He's, the Bible says he stripped. There was you look at it as he gave up his divine privileges, so he wasn't God anymore. He was born of what? A woman. So look at it, it says, though he was God, he did not think equality with God as something to cling on to. He didn't come and say, Do you know who my father is? Do you know who my who I'm who, who my father? Are you kidding me? You're trying to you're trying to kill me? 
Do you, do you know who my father is? He didn't, he didn't try to say that. You know, like uh, I remember, I remember the, this story. It's funny. It's a funny story. Uh, and a new a new director came into my job, and you know his computer wasn't ready. And um, you know when I was doing that that role, you know his computer wasn't ready. And, you know I said to him, I said, look, your computer is not ready. And you know he then says, do you know who I am? Do you, do you know who I am that my computer is not ready? I said. So for me, I was a little bit. I said, "But please, who are you now? I don't know." <laughs> I was laughing. I said, "I don't know who you are." He said, "Do you know? I am so 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 so. I'm the director of whatever, whatever, whatever." I said, "Dude, I, I'm sorry if I didn't introduce myself to you. My name is Chuka. You know, Uzo. I work in IT." But your computer is already. You have to wait, and that's it. You know, and that's it. I can give you a computer, but you, you can't. You can't log in because it's not ready. You know, because some people think, "Don't you know who I am? Are you kidding me?" Jesus didn't even say, "Do you know who my father is?" My father is the God that created the whole world. Are you kidding me? You're, Judas, you come to betray me? Do you know that I can send, I can do wave my hand like this and angels will come and finish you off? Jesus didn't say that. He didn't say that. He says, instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took a humble humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. The point is that Jesus is saying you can be like me. Jesus who is God could have shown that he is superior but he didn't. Instead he gave up his divine privileges and brought us brought himself into a place of being a slave he couldn't have should have done that he could have done something else think about it he could have decided to do whatever but he decided no you know why he decided no you know why he decided no the reason why he decided to why God decided that Jesus why God decided that Jesus should not do what should not come as a as a as a as as God is that he will not be able to he will not be able to understand when we go through situations when we go through situations he won't be able to understand that and these people are going through a situation I'll give you an example. If you've always taken first class, you won't understand what economy is. If you've always taken economy, you won't understand what first class is. So if you're always taking first class, and I'm telling you something about economy, man, the, t- the place is tight. You'll be like, you can't really picture it. Because in your mindset, this is what I've been doing all the time. 
You know, this reminds me of a show called Undercover Boss, where the CEO of a company disguises himself as a as a trainer or a trainee, and doesn't. It does this to. It does. It comes. It does this so that he can he can try to improve the processes of the company. You know, and later he reveals himself that he, he was undercover. And the reason why he does this is that he wants to mingle with the with the people and understand what the processes are. And sometimes it's it's it takes it takes for me I think it takes some boldness for like maybe people like somebody like Bill Gates. Disguising himself, coming down and be working in a a place that is so low for one week. It takes it takes humility. That's the point I'm making. It takes humility for somebody to do that. You know, it takes humility. Praise the Lord. Jesus came from heaven to earth, and he, he understands human nature. He, he has an understanding of what human nature is all about. Huh? He understands what human nature is all about. And he's instructing us on how to act as Christians. He's telling us, if I can do it, you know, what we were talking yesterday, he says, if I can do it, Jesus says, I was born what? Of a woman. I went through the struggles. I went through the temptation, the the nature. I had the same nature as you you had, so I went through all these things. So if I can do it, you can too. So he says that we need to be selfless. All these things, it seems very um, sacred, you know, like um, it's like. How is this possible for me to be selfless? Is it possible for me to be selfless? You know, I remember the time that um, there was this man. He was this. He, he used to be. He used to be in the military. Then he became. He, he went through. He finished his military service. Went to. Um, went to. Uh, 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 reserve. Then he was now out of the military. But when the, the Afghan Afghanistan war happened, he enlisted. He enlisted again because he says, I need to go and help the troops. I think he died in the process. You know? There was another guy in my job that because of this COVID, I was just reading about, about him. How he enlisted. He used to be in the squad. Uh, uh, um, volunteer squad, um, um, fire, fire, is it frontline squad? You know, uh, whereby the they will, they will pick the ambulance. I think it's ambulance squad volunteer. Mm-hmm. And he used to do it before, but when COVID hit, he went back again to help. My point is selflessness. You can one can be selfless. But it's a choice. It's a choice. 
Do not try to impress anyone. You know what? That's that's this is key. This whole do not try to impress anyone. Sometimes we we are sometimes we want to impress people. I, I just finished looking at some picture of um they had two two men. Okay. One with the Gucci, Veragamo, all these designer clothing. Another one, very simple. T-shirts, pants, shoe. The label on the guy with T-shirt, pants, shoe, rich person. The one that has the Veragamo, the Gucci, the, uh, uh, the Christian Dior, the Versace, the label on top was poor boy. <laughs> poor boy. What are they saying? That? Is it the rich? What they are saying they are trying to portray is that the rich don't spend money like... They don't go buying all kinds of, you know, things. Yes, they might spend money on a, in a, on a car. But because he, he has it, he's able to spend the money. But the poor man is trying to profile and show that he's, he, got, he has it. But meanwhile, he has nothing. And in this country, this country has provided the aspect whereby if you want to drive a Bentley, you can drive a Bentley. But you might have to work very hard for it. I remember, you know, when when we lived in Irvington, the person that was upstairs, you know, upstairs, when I lived in when when we lived in Everton, but when I lived in Everton first time, you know, the person that was upstairs from me, the woman the it was a a couple with one their baby girl. The man had a uh, expedition for the expedition. The woman had an infinity uh, four-door, M M35. An M35 is like a $60,000 car. An expedition is another $60,000 car. So one day I was sleeping, and I, <laughs> I was sleeping, I was here, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, man, I just came back from work, and people just give me a break. You know, so I went up there, and I was like, you know, What's going on? I was like, could you please, you know, I was about, I was knocking on the door, say, can you please, you know, keep the noise down? I just came out from work, you know, I just want to sleep. So as soon as I knocked on the door, that was what I was trying to do. I was prepping myself because I didn't want to go up there. So I was prepping myself to, to say what I just said I was going to say. As soon as I knocked on the door, the, the super, who which I who I knew. Was fixing the house, and I said, "Ah, the people moved out." He said, "No, they got evicted because they didn't they didn't pay for three months." And they had cars. They got evicted. They didn't pay for three months, and they had the same condo like me. I had a condo. A condo is just no, just one big open space. They had a condo upstairs too. Husband, wife, and a child. Did he have a bed? 
it was one mattress. And I said to me, I was scratching my head. I, I didn't know what. And I, and I went downstairs and I started to wonder to myself. But they had two vehicles that were at least $120,000 for both cars. But they couldn't pay their rent. This is what the Bible says. Do not try to impress anyone. Do not try and impress anyone that you're better than them. Do not carry a Bible and tell people you do not. I mean, look, look, look. Do you know that I fast? Look, this kind of this thing that is happening, just give me three weeks. I will fast and God will answer my prayer. As if your your as if you're 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 more superior than the other the other counterpart. We should make sure that our actions will not affect people negatively. It, this is key. We should make sure that our actions don't affect people negatively. Because you know what Matthew 18, 6 says? It says, but if you, call, if you cause one of these little ones who trust in you to fall into sin, it will be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. God does not take it lightly. For you to, for you to do what? Make someone to sin. The scripture really is indicating that God does not take it lightly. When you or me unknowingly, unknowingly or unknowingly derail someone. Sometimes we forget that we can easily influence someone. Our children learn from parents. Parents learn from their own parents. And it keeps going like that. And sometimes children also learn from others. They learn from their grandparents, they learn from their environment, they learn. And that's why we need to be careful. Galatians 4, 4 to 7. Galatians 4, 4 to 7. It says, but when the, the right time comes, but, but when the right time, the right time, right, but when the right time came, God sent His Son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent Him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law, so that He could adopt us as His own very own, His own very own children. He says, and because we are His children, God has given, has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, prompting us to call out, Abba, Father. Now, you are no longer a slave, but a God's own child. And since you are his, you are his child, you, God has made you his heir. So God is saying, you are my child. And if you are my child, who do you look up to? Who is going to be your guide? Who is going to... Who are you imitating? He say, Paul says, imitate me as I imitate who? 
Christ. So who are you? Who are you imitating? Obviously, it's Christ. And how did Jesus do it? He stripped all his what his privileges as God. He was selfless. Think about it. Jesus is on the way with Jairus. He's on his way to to go and heal somebody. And a woman come and touch him. So it means he will stops. There are a lot of people touch him. And that person touch him. I say, you say, well, somebody, some, some power left me. He's so willing to do what? Help. But his help, let me just say this, his help was Holy Spirit led. His help was not humanly led. Was Holy Spirit led? It was not humanly led. Praise the Lord. You know what this what I just read now, you know, this this what I read in Galatians is we are no longer subject to the law. The law is no longer our guidance. God is our guidance now. So we need to allow God to guide us. He's him that to what? Mold us. Is it take my heart, Lord? And fill it up, Lord. Come and quench the thirsting of my soul. You know? See, it's God, you know, that you want asking God, ask God, say, God, come and mold me. Mold me. Perfect me from inside out. It is God. It is not too late for God to come and change your heart, to change your life, to change your, your thought process, to change the way you think, to change the way you act. It is not too late. We need to have a relationship with, with Christ to have this understanding that it's not too late. We have not reached a place of perfection. All of us have not reached a place of perfection. So because we haven't reached a, a place of perfection, we need to give other people the time to get to the place. If you are at, you're running a race and you're at number 17 and the other person is on 15, you give the person opportunity to get to 17. I watched a, 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 a race. There was a race that these, 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 these people they were running and there was this guy who was running very fast. All of a sudden, he, 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 his arm strength just like tore apart. And he said to limp. The guy that was running beside him stopped, slowed down and stopped and now jogged with him. Held him and jogged, both of them jogged together to the end. You know that people didn't even look at the person that came first. 
They didn't look at the person that came first. The people, the whole, the whole stadium was clapping for that man that stopped to help his fellow runner to walk him to the end of the place, the end of the, the line, to the finish line. This is, the, this is what the Lord is saying. You know, I say, I say this to people, I say, when they give, when, when you, we die and we have a eulogy, somebody has to read a eulogy or they are reading something about us. Would they say something nice? You know, some people say, don't speak ill of the dead. But the thing is, are they going to say something nice? Or when they're looking for people to come, would, would, would people be saying, ah, I'm not coming to that person's funeral. The guy was mean. Like, like, a, like a show I watched, the, 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 the man at the funeral, there was only one person that showed up. <laughs> <laughs> one person. And you know who the one person was? The priest. In the whole village, only one person showed up. Because he said to themselves, they don't want to talk ill of the dead, so there's no point showing up. So the only, only the priest showed up. And the person that was putting, laying him in state or putting him in the ground. That was, I just, I shake your head like, you know, the Lord asked me one question. He says, supposing, something that we need to understand though. Something that we need to understand really. Can you imagine if God has favorites? Can you imagine if God had a favorite? Think about it like, you know, like, like Jacob and Joseph. Joseph was uh, Jacob's favorite. He, and what happened? He was loved more. His father loved him more than, than the children. That his brothers. Joseph told them that eh, you, you guys are going to worship me. And what happened? They hated him to the extent that they showed him. I can't. Another thing I don't. I, I, I still. I still. I still always ponder it. It, it will be like a mirage to the to Joseph. It would be like a mirage to Joseph that, that his brothers, he will be pinching himself. Did this thing really happen? That my brother showed me? Did it really happen? But you see the difference, you understand, you understand the life of Joseph that at the end, when there's a famine, what did he say? Don't worry, I don't count it against you. The Lord did this to he sent me ahead to preserve your life man do you know how many of us would have been hating those people I said you kidding me 
my own brother, block brother, did this to me? You go to Babalao, how can I kill this person and his whole family? You'll be looking for somebody. You, you have contract. Hired assassins. I want his brother, his, his father, mother, I want everybody dead. speechless. God loves his children unconditionally. He wants the best for for them all. Since we are not we are not since that you know God does not favor you more than somebody else. Why do you think that you have to be lifted higher than anyone? You know what that's, what they call that? Pride. Pride. James 4, 6 says, he, he, and he gives grace graciously, so he gives grace generously, as the scriptures say, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. God gives grace to those who humble themselves and regard themselves as a nobody. Because it was God who made them a somebody. God, God, it is it is God. He brings down the proud. We need to know that we are the body of Christ. Look, I have to go back to this. He brings down those people that think they're doing grand grand. They're doing all this. Um, don't you know who I am? The man who is so proud that he, he moves up the ladder. When he crashes, man, you'll be surprised that person cannot even withstand life. That's why, that's why we should know that we are the body of Christ. We cannot, we cannot afford to put people down. We're not better than anyone. We should not think ourselves as better. If you think we are better than others, then we'll find it difficult to share in the oneness that should exist in churches today. The key is to... to there should be oneness in churches. That's the melting pot. But if the oneness does not exist, people will refuse to come to church and praise the Lord. So think about the, the body of Christ. The body of Christ, it says, it says, one person can be the ear, another person could be the nose, another person could be eye and you know, all that. In the body of Christ, we have a function or a role. But you, 
Sometimes if you think you're better than the other person, then you will not be able to play the role that God has assigned to you successfully. We don't want to be, we don't want to be like the man with one talent that did not, that did nothing with his talent. The talent never produced anything. Also, one, 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 one. You know, the Bible says that. Can you, can you, can you say that you, you can be the, the ear? You know. Oh, I can't do this by myself. So you are the I, I can't do this. You know, like how he says, I can't do all this by us. You know, you know, uh, uh, in the Bible, the the, the, the father-in-law advised him, says, I think it was Moses' father-in-law advised him, says, says, you can't do this by yourself. You got to do what? You got to portion the things to other people. Because God has given people gifts. Because if you do it by yourself, you're going you're gonna to just die right here by yourself. And moreover, you can't do it. Because think about it, the Lord was saying to me, if one person says, I'm the ear, then hunger will kill that person because when you're hungry, what do you do? The ear is only hearing. You can't eat. <laughs> and if you say you're the mouth, and there's no stomach. There are all the things you're coming, you just be coming out from. So the point is there's, there's a unity. There's a unity. Do you know that when you put something in your in your in your ear? Sorry, maybe in your nose, it comes out through your mouth. It's a connection. There's connectivity. God knows how He connects all those things. You can eat something and your head will be sweating. How does that work? You see, if the key is that we need to we need to be careful so we don't turn we don't be termed. God doesn't term us as being proud. Is it pride? You don't have to be pride. There are different ways of being proud. I can do it by myself. You don't want anybody to do it, so you do it all by yourself. You know what happened to Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel five twenty twenty. But Nebuchadnezzar became too proud and stubborn. So he, he, he was taken off his royal throne. His glory was taken away from him. He fell. He became an animal. I pray that that's not our portion. No. So going back to the whole aspect of gifts, he says God has blessed each and every one of us with a gift. The key is to determine with the Holy Spirit, with the help of the Holy Spirit, what are your gifts? What are your gifts? Everyone has a gift which should not be hidden. It should not be hidden. 
Because we, it, this is, you know, in, in, if you look at that First uh, Corinthians 20, 12, there are gifts that are awarded to the church. Gifts of healing, gifts of, you know, word of prophet, word of knowledge, you know, and all that. Word of wisdom, special, you know, special miracle. There's a lot of them. It's for the church, for the body of Christ. You know, as we're reading this thing, it says, if your if your what, if your if your gift is to prophesy, do it well. Because it's helping the body. If you have a gift of service, do it with all your heart. The talent, you know the talent in Matthew, Matthew 25, 24 to 25 says, he, he, also, he also who had received the one talent came forward saying, Master, I knew you were a hard man, reaping where you did not sow, gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid. I went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, we are the light of the world. The light shines in darkness. We don't hide. We are supposed to shine. We are supposed to shine the light so that the people will see the glory of God in you. Matthew 5.15 I'm just rushing so I can finish. Matthew 5, 5, 15 to 16 says, No one lights a lamp and then puts it under the basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand. Hi, look at we have a light. Hi. Where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see. It's not, you know, the good deeds we're talking about is Christ living in us, working in us, perfecting in us, directing us, making us selfless. The Holy Spirit's doing all these wonderful things in us, doing those things. The good deeds, let it shine. And it's, it's, as it shines, people will say, wow, this is God. <laughs> Let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. So the bottom line is that we need to allow and submit ourselves to God and allow Him to use you from inside out. We need to submit ourselves to him so that he can use you to, to, for his glory. And that's key. The key is that it is him that is, is working in us to do and to will of his good pleasure. It is him that is perfecting us so that in the end, in the end, there's a crown for you. There's a crown for us. In this life, is the aspect of doing, getting to understand who you are. That's one. This Romans 12 is all about focusing on who? You. You and I. That's basically what it is. 
is you and I. We need to understand that we are his workmanship. It's him that is working in us. The key is we need to allow him to do what? Work in us. We need to allow him to perfect things in us. If we had a prideful spirit, we need to allow him to do what? Mold you and remove that pride and replace what? Humility. It's him that is moving in us. He's working in us. He's guiding us. And when you understand it's him that is guiding us, you know, you understand. You, you, you get to know. I, 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 saw, I saw one, 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 this, I'm just going to close with this. I saw one story of a man. This guy's a millionaire. He went and sat in the back. Nobody, he didn't want anybody to know his status. Because in, in his mind, he says, I'm the same with you. I'm the same with you. It's just God gave me the gave me the ability to do what? To be a millionaire to help others. But you don't put me on a pedestal. I'm the same. The pastor is the same. I was listening to some some uh, 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 mock news, and the guy was saying how, you know, another pastor was saying, this Ghanaian pastor was saying, how come pastors are running around with mobile police, you know, armored vehicle. People securing them, you know, all around Africa. I mean, where they would tell them, they would tell the, the parishioners that God is with you. He will always take you, take care of you, will always do. And they, they themselves are what? They are running with Boba police in the car and the, all those security uh, peripheries and all that. And you, you say to yourself, wow, you know, so, for me, I, I say to you that you are Christ, you, you are precious to God. Yes, the man is riding with mobile police, and, but God is the one that is taking care of you. He's the one that is molding you. He's the one that is guiding you. He's the one that is securing you. He's ultimate. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we pray that we, you, you help us. You help us, you know, in this living as a Christian. You know, we want, to, we want to know you more. Help us so that, Lord, if we have any form of pride, Lord, we pray you strip it away from us right now. <laughs> make us humble. You know, give us the spirit of humility. Not just make us humble, but give us the spirit of humility so we can walk with you. Help us to surrender all. You know, like that song that says, I surrender. I surrender all. I surrender all. Lord, we surrender all to you. Use me. Use, use us. Use us the way you want to use us. So that, Lord, you know, so that it can be for your glory. So that when people see our character, they when they see the way we behave, they can give you glory. Because it is you that molds. You know, you, you think about Paul, you know, persecuted all these people. You know, when, when they first saw him, they were, they, 
the Christians were were skeptical. It's like hey, this person, he killed all these people. I don't know. But when he started to watch his character, when he started to see how he is, they did not they did not suspect him any longer. They didn't think he just came to spy on the Christians. But he knew there was a genuine conversion. Father Lord, we pray that you come and come really change us, mold us, so that when people see us, people who knew us before, when they see us, they say, ah, no, 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 this guy has changed. Change us, mold us, transform us, help us to know that you're always reliable. Help us to know that you you don't play favorites. You 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 put us all on the same pedestal. Where you know it's funny because we're on the same pedestal. We've been elevated, but some of us don't know it. The Bible says we're seated on the in, the, in at the right hand of the Father. And who is Jesus? Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. So we'll be elevated. Say we're a royal priesthood, chosen nation, you know, chosen generation. We're, we're on the same, we're, we're elevated. God elevated us. Help us to understand these things. Help us to understand that you are a guide. We're no longer, you know, the law is not our guide. We are no longer guiding, guiding ourselves, but Lord, guide us. Guide us through this 2021. Mold us through this 2021. Lord, anything that is lacking in us, Lord, we pray that, you know, that you start to perfect it. Remove it. You know, like, like he says, you know, you are the, you, you are the vine you are the, you're also the gardener. You're the one that removes all the thistles, all the unwanted things that are in, our, in, in us. You remove them. You are the one that removes them. So, Father Lord, we pray that you start to remove those things that are not wanted, those things that are not needed in us. And Lord, as you remove it, we pray that you replace it with something that will give you glory, things that will give you glory. Father Lord, we just give you glory. Thank you, awesome God. We bless your name. We give you praise. Lord, we, we thank you for Sunday service as we do Sunday school you know, this Sunday. Father Lord, to you be the glory, honor, and adoration. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.